0: Back to another episode of Business is Pleasure. My name is John Francis. I am the co-owner of Clarendon Cole, and I'm here with Colette. Sometimes she's angry, sometimes she's really happy, sometimes she's annoyed, she's irritated. Today she is joyful, she's in a good mood, she's been we've been doing like so much stuff together. So me and Colette have this theory. We're ride each other for more than like six hours. We always end up in like some type of like really petty stupid argument but it's only because like we care about each other and stuff like that right and today that has not
1: has that happened that hasn't really happened nah only like a bit
0: nah, yeah so like, today was like a successful day of being together for longer than six hours without me pissing her off and honestly 90 percent. actually no like 75 percent of the time it is me pissing her off you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: so congrats to us i'm really excited mm-hmm. about that so that's always a good thing and the way we started off Business is a Pleasure, but first off, if this is your first time checking out Business is a Pleasure, what up? Thank you so much for coming through. And the way we always start Business is a Pleasure off is like, how was your week? The um, week was good.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same old as it is every other podcast. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You were away, mm-hmm. so that was kind of sad, but also relaxing at the same time because you weren't here to bother me. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. But um, I did miss you. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't miss you. I know. I was missed. I know. I know, I
1: know. Um, but yeah, other than that, I got stuff done that I wanted to get done. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have
0: anything specific to say. What about you? Um, My week, I think, was good. I found that for some reason we had a bit of a slower week in terms of sales. But I feel like with the event, it kind of like brought that back up in terms of like just the maybe the, how much transactions that we usually have. I don't feel like we had as much this week than we usually did before. But I think in terms of like reaching our like financial goal each week, we hit that, which is fine. And I, that's one thing I kind of want to like get away from. It's like, running the business, we're always focused on, like, oh, did we get a sell? Did we make a dollar, da, 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 da. But the reality of it is it's like, it's a combination of things, you know what I mean? Like, is our marketing strategy down-packed? Are we properly, like, branding ourselves? Are we posting consistently within the apps like we are supposed to? And so it's like, I think we more so need to focus on, like, the system, rather than always, like, the outcome like once like once you realize what the system is doing and like hey well we're missing this aspect of the system that's probably why the outcome we're not getting isn't as fruitful
1: yeah i noticed that as well but i think like there's so many different aspects that have the ability to play into how much sales we have for a specific period of time like we just passed valentine's day Mm. so like a lot of people are like not necessarily focused focused on buying stuff for themselves but focused on like buying like a really specific gift for like a significant other or like maybe taking someone out so like mm. people have like less money to kind of like play around with i would think and vintage clothing isn't necessarily like your go-to for like a valentine's Day percent. No, you know what i mean 100%. so like um i think that had a little bit to do with it um i know myself like there were some days where i was a little bit inconsistent with posting like I yeah, to, yeah
0: but honestly that's what kind of like makes me it makes me like a bit like i don't i don't use the right word a bit like maybe like Afraid to like speak with you because I don't know if I say something, because I've noticed it too. It's like ah, leave me a on all You always bring this up if it's me. If it was you, it wouldn't be an issue. Like you know what I mean. And like I noticed that too. It's like maybe I think like two days in a row. Like either like you only posted once or you didn't post at all. Mm-hmm. Like what happened with that? Like what's going on there?
1: Honestly, a lot of the times, like I leave it till really late at night. Not mm-hmm. really late at night, but it's like the last thing that I mm-hmm. do for the day. Mm-hmm. And like I know on two days in particular, I just fell asleep before I did it. Mm-hmm. Like I literally had it in my in my hand as I was. But I did it like
0: in the room. Yeah, well, honestly, that's the biggest trap, eh? Or yeah. the biggest trick. We tell ourselves like, yeah, I'm gonna do is laying down, yeah. or like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna shut my eyes for two minutes. Yeah, they're going to bed. Yeah, bed. like I started it and then I didn't
1: end up finishing it because I fell asleep.
0: So do you think you can have like a time period like throughout the day? Maybe like the first thing work, the first thing you do when you wake up, yeah. maybe like, the last thing you do when you drop asleep or whatever. Like I Cause usually. Because sometimes I realize with you, it's like okay, you'll do it either like in the morning time, which is good, or from then like. Your day's really busy, so like you try to sneak it in, then it becomes like so inconsistent. So like
1: usually, what I would do is I usually do it first thing in the morning when I first wake up. But for like the majority of weekdays now, my schedule is different. Yeah, because
0: of thing. Yeah, so like
1: that's why I'm kind of just trying to figure out a better time to do because, it. Because like since
0: you're um, teaching so much more frequently now, why don't you do it with the, um, during your breaks, right? Because yeah. like usually you have like three hour, four hour breaks sometimes, right? So just like as soon as you're done that that one class. Do it. It like, takes like half an hour, forty-five minutes, and then just now you're just like free throughout the day or whatever. Because I think like as as like small as that may seem, mm-hmm. us not like staying consistent with within that schedule, it's definitely gonna affect no, how much sales and how much people are gonna, be, are gonna be hitting us up. It makes a difference
1: for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's one thing to it, but especially about posting consistently, is that like sometimes our customers won't respect our price.
1: Yeah, like right now.
0: Like, which is fine, which I understand. Like, at the end of the day, it's like our prices aren't firm, Mm
1: -hmm. but it's
0: like be reasonable.
1: I think because when we're selling like vintage and used clothing, especially through like the apps that we're selling it through, people have this perception that it's just our old clothing Mm -hmm. that we're just trying to make like a little bit of extra money on. And it's like no, like this is stuff that we actually go out and purchase and source. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like we have to kind of like take that opportunity to sometimes explain that if it's not mm-hmm. clear obviously in like, a nice, them. in like a nice way yeah like like in this example for i said what did i say what did i say where is it i can't find it oh I was, no what? anyways you i can't just, find just it. Tell me. no i can't i wanted to yeah so i said we purchased vintage it's vintage belt from the early 2000s because mm-hmm. he was like oh how long have you used it for so mm-hmm. i wanted to make it clear like we don't use this stuff. Yeah, like it's not yeah. just our old plone that we're trying to make a little bit extra money on because I feel like through some of the apps like people will try to lowball us a lot. Like something that we posted for like 30 dollars and they'll be like, yeah I have five bucks. It's like okay. Cool. It's
0: like, well sorry, I wish I could help you. But yeah. I think like I remember I was watching this thing and this guy he creates like courses for people. No, he was a photographer. After he was like no matter what, I, I, I will only charge like minimum, let's say a thousand dollars, you know what I mean? But when someone comes to me and is like, hey, I don't give eight hundred. Be like, hey, sorry, unfortunately, I cannot do eight hundred dollars. But here are the options. I know this guy who can do four hundred. I know this guy who can do five hundred. Mm-hmm. So I think as long as we're able to like help them find the item, not necessarily like, go out of the way be like, oh yeah, like if you actually go on this app and do 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 do. But like say it in like a really respectful way. Let them know like, hey, like we can't accept this for fifteen because of one. Our simple fact, we have to search. So that time factor goes into it. We have to pay for gas, so that goes into it as well. We have to take pictures, so that goes into it as well too, right? But we should say in a way like, hey, unfortunately, we can't give it to you for $15. The lowest we can do is $25. But if that price is too much for you, we can maybe like suggest that you try Value Village where maybe they can help you find an item for a less cheaper purchase or whatever, you know what I mean? And instead of us like, more or less than like, blowing them off and like, being like, oh, figure it out yourself, we are trying to like make an effort or whatever you
1: know but i feel like we've never really blown people off and even when we say like no
0: i'm not saying we do i'm just saying like that this is an opportunity like to communicate with them more
1: yeah you know what i mean i feel like there's a fine line though because like i'm i don't know like people will always lowball and like you also have to take into consideration the time factor like we're messaging these people through an app so like if you're just going to lowball and waste my time and have me communicate with you when you want us buy something for like 10% of what it was posted for like I'm sorry I don't I don't really th- feel like it's my place to be like oh well like you should go here and like you could go there like if they're like meeting me halfway or they're like oh hey like can you help me search for something i'm looking for something like this but i like this is my price point sure but if you're just gonna come on an app and say oh i want to pay five dollars for something that's posted at 35 like you're just wasting my time i'm gonna go off and i'm gonna communicate with someone who's actually gonna
0: yeah but 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 i think like sometimes like in business that's why i think we have like just to be the bigger person you know what i mean and like like, like, that's a representation of our brand Like despite like people are rude or people are stupid it's a perfect example like when people are like oh I hate that you guys are giving out tips I hate you guys imagine if we were to like more or less sit down to their level and be like no I understand
1: mm but you also have to remember that our time is also a huge factor of our ROI so if we're like essentially wasting time with someone who clearly isn't going to purchase regardless Mm -hmm. they're saying that they have $5 to spend -hmm. like I'm not saying being rude or being like yeah don't talk to me but I'm not going to spend 10 minutes explaining to someone
0: like I'm not necessarily saying we need to like Explain in like grave detail, but like I think it would be dope if we could like find a way I'm not saying the way that I'm saying is like the most appropriate but in a way to just be like hey like Unfortunately, I can't do it for five. Maybe your your best bet is trying another seller or maybe you can check my value village Done, leave it at that, move on. And if they want to continue the conversation where they do want to purchase from us Cool, if not, go ahead, you know what I mean? And I think it's always nice sometimes where like at least someone gives you options and like within those options They'll realize hey, we are the best option you know because like hey if you're gonna go value village to find something that we already have here for you like why waste your time with that yeah. like you know and I think like one of the major things that like sometimes customer service isn't always even the customer what they want but it's also a lot of the time having really open lines of communication so you can make them understand like hey we can do this for you and unfortunately due to what you're requesting it's not possible at all you know yeah. and that's all I'm really saying at the end of the day is like of course like we have like over a hundred messages a day or like dialogue that we have with people so for us to like message everyone, like, yeah, bro, sorry, man. Maybe we can't sell this piece of off like Maybe you should try Bump or Grill or Facebook Market. It's like, no, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, but I don't think it would hurt, like, if the opportunity precedes itself, of course, where well, we can, like, take that extra step to be like, you know what? Maybe your better option is, like, trying out this guy or, like, trying out this place, but, like, we're not the ones for you. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times customers, one, they don't want their time wasted, and plus it's, like, what you're saying, our our, 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 our ROI is dependent upon like how much time we put to stuff, you know. So like as a customer, and I think that's one reason why we put the shipping price within the item, right? You don't want to have to go to a store and realize, well, items twenty five dollars. So how much tax do I have to pay? And is there anything else I want to I have to pay as well too? So I think for us, it's like. When you come with us, you already know. Hey, the shipping price is a part of the item, so that takes away the guesswork that you have to do to figure out if you can even afford the item after already seeing it posted for thirty dollars. And I
1: think like a huge part of just selling stuff online is like you have such a small window of time to captivate people's attention. Mm-hmm. So like if they're on an app and they have to guess about how long it's like how much the shipping is going to be, or if there's taxes involved, or like what the actual final price is going to be, and that's all the, these different factors that they're like contemplating in their head before they actually click purchase, they're more likely to be like, yeah, I'm just not gonna buy it, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So at least like if it's all clear and it's laid out right there directly in front of them, they don't have to like message us and be like, hey, how much is shipping? Or like, mm-hmm. they don't have to like, you know, click and then be like, oh, this is actually too much shipping, I don't wanna buy this anymore, you know what I mean? Like everything's already there, it's all included, purchase, you know how much you're paying, that's it.
0: And I think for us to do that too, like it kind of says to our customers like, hey, like. We respect your dollar. And there are some times where like we're losing that quote unquote profit by only having the shipping be like a seven dollars mm-hmm. instead of being like, hey, well, this person's in New York and you're all the way in Asia. You should be paying ten dollars extra. Mm-hmm. So for our customers, I hopefully they understand that it's like, hey, like these guys are giving everyone the same shipping price, so like they appreciate our dollar despite where we're located, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it also goes back to like our whole mission statement as well too, right? We wanna have quality and affordable items that everyone can purchase you know yeah. because like there's sometimes where you go online you see, i'm like oh crap it's only 10 bucks then shipping's 30 dollars
1: yeah and you're
0: like yeah what the hell like how am i supposed to do that like why and, would i want to do that and
1: i feel like it just comes off as like really dishonest because it looks like they're like getting some of their profits through the shipping,
0: shipping. and but that that's exactly what's going on exactly
1: okay. so it's like i'd rather you just price it higher than like say like oh yeah you're paying for chip- shipping when you're actually just making money off of me to pay extra for shipping that's
0: like, so, percent. No, like, it's just yeah it's
1: not it looks
0: like braggy. yeah yeah and it's, it's really sketchy and I think especially in today's era people like authenticity people want to know that like these guys they're trustworthy and they're honest you know yeah. and I know a lot of times people put this like negative connotation on business where it's like oh well they'll do anything for a dollar mm-hmm. and it's like no that's not the case I would rather you as a client constantly come back to us Maybe you maybe you don't we don't make the most profit from you, but you know that your hard earned money your hard earned money will can be spent with us because we're gonna be honest and our integrity is there. You know, yeah. I'd rather build the business off of just being transparent as possible instead yeah. of you have to worry like, oh, these guys are gonna rip me off because last time I did X, Y, and Z and look what happened. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's really important as a whole. It's like if we're not honest or like as transparent as possible, how can we expect people to constantly want to come back to us and want to work with us? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And I I think, like, that's one of the main reasons why, like, we decided to, like, do an online business. Because, like, a lot of people have this misconception that, like, oh, retail is dying. Like, no one is shopping at malls anymore. Like, no one is shopping anymore at the whole. It's, like, I think that is part of it. A lot of people aren't shopping at malls anymore, you know? But for us, our retail business is doing fairly well because it's, like, we're going where our audience is. And I think, like,
1: one of the biggest things is, like, you have to focus on, like, what people need because mm. at the end of the day like to say that like retail is dying that's not a true fact like nobody walks around naked nobody like starves themselves like we all buy food we all buy clothing We a lot of people buy electronics like a lot of people buy like a ton of different types of things so retail ed- is definitely not dying that's like very fair to say but like you said it is transferring to a different realm Mm -hmm. like instead of people going to a mall to shop or to like a corner store or wherever they may go or a department store they're going online because it's easier it's more convenient they can click one button and have something delivered straight to their door especially during the winter months right when like and a lot of people like we'll go outside for you yeah and a lot of people like we're living in a different world we're living in like a lot of more people a higher percentage of like say the Canadian population or even like American population lives in like highly populated cities Like, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but there's a fair bit of people who, like, don't drive anymore and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, right? Or don't need to drive. Or don't need to drive. So, like, the idea of, like, hopping in your car and, like, going to the mall and, like, shopping and getting all of your necessities is not as of a common thing as it used to be. So the majority of people who, like, maybe don't have access to a car or, like, live in a really big city where there's, like, you know, transit and stuff, they don't want to carry all these, like, goods and, whatever groceries or clothing or whatever by going to a store they'd rather just click and purchase it online yeah and
0: i think that's why our business is being is like working at such i think that's why our business right now is working fairly well is because like one thing that we do we allow things to be more efficient for them you know you don't have to go out and find the clothing you don't have to go out and find the brands you don't even have to worry about trying it on or even picking it up because we'll do that for you and we'll ship it to you so arrives right at your front door, you know? Yeah. But I think like why well, would like I would love that. I wish I could just like order food every day. I, like I love that. I love that whole idea, you and know? I, what I mean? And
1: I see that I feel like we see that difference in our apps. Mm. So the apps that are a lot more like user friendly, the apps that are a lot more like just like click and buy mm. um, are more successful for us because there's more people like, that like are exactly? those types of apps. Like bump, mm. grails um, no, uh, Bump Grilled, uh Depop, yeah, eBay. Like eBay, anywhere where you can just click and purchase in the same like, medium, mm-hmm. right? The apps that are still do fine but not as well, like Letgo and Kijiji and Carousel, because they don't have a purchasing feature specifically inside the app. You know what I mean? Like, the person has to message us and then be like, okay, um, do you want to meet up or how can I purchase, like, you know what I mean, through some sort of, like, online medium, whether it's, like, mm-hmm. e-transfer or something like that. So it's just a number of different steps for that person to take, and it's more likely that they're going to be, like, you know, just lose their attention, focus on something else, or forget that they even wanted that. Item or, like, something
0: space. will come up in their own life where they don't have time anymore to meet up. Yeah, like, or, like you know. it's,
1: it's just easy to just click and buy. Simple.
0: And I think it's crazy, too, because it's, like... There are good things about having those apps where you have to meet up with people because one, it allows the customer to actually try on the item or at least like feel the item and actually see it in real life so they yeah. can be like, you know what, maybe I don't want to actually purchase this, yeah. but then it takes away the whole efficiency aspect of it as well too, yeah. right? But another thing I think what's beneficial about it is that it allows more eyes to actually be on our company because like an app like Let Go, we have a lot of views on our items, right? So like that means that's more people viewing our website because they can click from our website that's more people view our products right and the more times people view your products the probability that you have to sell a product but then I think like people lose interest is because like one they want to message us sometimes people are lazy they just want to purchase it and then two they actually have to set up an appointment to meet with us and I think those two aspects really limit the, the scalability of like anyone's business who's only focused on those apps yeah. and also our business as well too right yeah,
1: or even especially like and with, the app itself too for us we won't e- we weren't even posting on the meetup apps throughout like the really really heavy parts of the portions of the winter we we're doing fine yeah because it didn't make sense because a lot of those as people meet up and a lot of the like at least our demographic is usually a, de- a younger demographic from like 14 to like 25 so like some of those people in that age range like either don't have access to a car or don't drive So it's like even that extra step of being like yeah I'm gonna take like the bus or the subway in the middle of the winter time mm-hmm. to meet you somewhere for a vintage tea It's just and I
0: think a lot of kids they take that into consideration as well, too. It's like, okay well, I am paying $20 but I have to pay 250 to get yeah. there, and then another two fifty to get back home. Yeah, it's like I'm paying like twenty five bucks essentially, you know. Yeah, and think about the time factor as well too, right? Yeah. some of these kids are traveling up to thirty minutes, forty five minutes just to get like a T shirt, exactly. and and so like, do you think it's made a difference with us like being on these apps so far? Because a part of us is like, well, honestly, we just need to move on from them.
1: I think we should wait until summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think should, like, like middle June, middle of June. I think we should, June. Do it, we should do it consistently until summer and see if there's a change because, like, that's just a theory of mine. Yeah. My theory is just, like, yeah, like, the, the, the purchases through that app is just a little bit low because of the winter and because people don't want to meet up and people don't want to go through an extra step in terms of, like, completing that transaction, especially when it's so bad outside. So, like, that's just my theory. It but it makes
0: not. sense, though, because, like, there are all these, like, compounding factors that come into play and it's yeah. like they literally are all legitimate so like why would I want to first message you but sometimes
1: I just want to buy the item yeah. Then it's up
0: on a, a meet up time then I actually have to meet up with you
1: and also too like some people don't feel comfortable meeting up with a stranger
0: 100% especially with our age demographic too because like they're usually between the ages of like what, yeah, fifteen to 25 they're younger 20. they're
1: just like it's. it can be awkward for some people sometimes it's even awkward for me like I'm going I'm like I am not this person you, looks like yeah hey okay, are you Chris yeah you know what I mean like I don't know what this person looks like yeah. like I don't know some people just don't want to do any of that so I I do understand it Mm. but at the same time I feel like we should
0: give it a valid attempt or try literally we've only it's only been like two weeks since we've been like engaging in these apps again so like we have to like be a lot more consistent you know but I think that's one thing that's so ironic though how we're saying like the idea of retail has transitioned from like a physical brick and mortar Mm -hmm. over to like apps Mm -hmm. and I think like that's where part of our business is going it's going to like buyable the ability just to purchase through the app yeah. like you know what I mean and all these apps it's like why doesn't Letgo have that feature like eBay has a feature where you, they can pay through PayPal but why don't they actually have it like give me your shipping information give me all your information yeah. Like this, just call it a day I think I don't
1: know Letgo seems like a pretty new app so mm-hmm. like maybe it's something that's in the works mm-hmm. and it's also like I feel like that's that was, like, their goal. Like, they wanted it to be more, like, community-oriented, meeting up with people yeah, in proximity. It's more proximity. local. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. local. It's
0: That's what's so true on all those apps, too. They're
1: local apps. Yes.
0: Not, you don't think if you're local, why would you be shipping anything? Yeah.
1: They're not, like, That's international. So it's local. It's, it's to encourage more so meetups. But, I don't know. We don't
0: want to meet up <laughs> yeah yeah anyways or like like again maybe it is the weather and stuff like that too right so like, yeah. take that into consideration.
1: that's
0: a nice part of it. Yeah, yeah I definitely think it is um one thing that we're talking about too is that um starting like a business and like transitioning over into like actually building a business Because a lot of the times the demographic that we deal with they're more so interested in like making good cash earning mm-hmm. some side money mm-hmm. which I love I love how these young kids are putting their financial their financial future in their own end, and they're figuring it out for themselves, of like, hey, this item I really like, but I know Johnny over here, he's willing to pay 10 extra dollars for you know what I mean let me get that ten extra dollars mm-hmm. but I think for those kids to transition from like getting some side cash to actually running a business it's really important that they start small Because I think sometimes like you fall in love with a business but you may not fall in love with the actual process and a lot of the times the process is what's gonna allow you to build and really grow that business you know mm-hmm. but first by starting small and I think with Clarendon Don Cole like, when even the way we did it like we were way over our head we should have started small from the jump yeah. But, but I think with me, like, and with you for the most part, like, we always had like an interest in the fashion. Maybe not for you actually selling it, but so for. I thought you
1: were going to just me for a second.
0: No, no, like, you never had interest in like working retail or whatever. I thought you were
1: trying to say
0: I'm not fashionable. Stop this, you know you have a style, because I gave it to you. Okay. Yeah. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop. So, so, so now you've always you had your own sense of style, you've always dressed nice. Don't do that to yourself. So, um, so I think it's always important that, like, I feel like your death stares. Are like 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 really breaking me down right now. Like, can you stop looking at me like you want to kill me with your eyes, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's really important for anyone when you're starting like a business or transitioning from a side hustle into a business. Start yeah. small. If you want to become like a vintage reseller, I think instead of like buying a thousand dollars worth of clothing, opening a store, having models take pictures and yeah, do, doing stuff so like that, much. getting a web designer to build your website for $500. I think it's really important well, I think to when, really start small first.
1: I think it's kind of a case by case, because like, if that's something that you think is gonna work mm-hmm. for you, I don't know your situation or how your bank account's set up. You know, maybe you're living lavish already, and you want to put all this money into a new venture. Sure, go for it. But like, no, that, but like,
0: why would you even say so go listen, for listen, it, listen, even despite listen. if you have the amount of money at the beginning? Of-
1: listen, listen. But what I'm saying is that the average person does not have that type of money to begin with. Nor is it necessary to pump that much money into a business when you're just starting it out. Because mm-hmm. a lot of running a business or even just like having a little like side thing, whatever you want to do, is just a lot of like trial and error like you kind of just have to like test the market put something in here put something in there see if it works see if you get a result see if you get a reaction and then build from that Mm -hmm. so like there's no point of like sinking a ton of money into one thing and then figuring out like six months later a year later like oh like this isn't really that profitable or like people don't care about this or like i've been marketing this in the incorrect way right it's 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 much much more beneficial to be Able to recoup whatever you can, whatever you initially invest, mm-hmm. right? But like, I'm just saying, as like a general statement, like, some people don't want to go about it that way. Like, some people they have money, they have like maybe their, their but, parents but, are helping them, or but whatever. I think
0: that's foolish though. Like, just because you have access to more capital than someone else is, to just be like, okay, well, I have the ability more to spend. This money than someone else would yeah, but waste I'm, this money. Than I'm someone just else I'm would.
1: Babe, all I'm saying I'm just keeping it general. Some people want to invest no, a and lot I, of money. And, and some people don't. And, and they it's
0: do. And they, and they do. But like for me, if I had a lot of access to money redoing it again, I personally wouldn't have paid for someone to do our website. Of course not. I personally wouldn't have bought half the clothes that we did. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have like asked for models to be in the pictures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There are literally tens of things that I would have like just... Broke everything down and really realized, like, hey, like, why don't I start off small first? And why didn't we? Why didn't we, like, realize that, like... Because we
1: didn't know. Like, at the end of the day, like, no one in my family has... Run a business. No one really in your family has run a business, so we were coming kind of like from an outsider's perspective of like, yeah, like this is how it must be done, or this is how it's supposed yeah. to be done. Like, we were so
0: upset. Oh, not even remember the bank
1: account that we used to have. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, like we have to be professional. Everything has to be. Yeah, professional. we need a
1: business account. Mm. We need all this, which like, yeah, sure. If you if you think that's beneficial to your, if your you're not business, making over
0: thirty thousand dollars a year, you shouldn't even be worrying about incorporating yeah, your company. Yeah. You shouldn't even be worrying about a business yeah. account. you Shouldn't be worrying about a tax account. Like, yeah. there's so much things you shouldn't even be worrying about. Because at
1: the end of the day, no one, no, like, no one cares. Like No one's going to be like, oh, um, I wanted to do this sale with you, but you don't have a business account, so that's kind of weird. No one would even know anything like that. So set yourself up a little tangerine account, no banking fees, no nothing, call it the day. <laughs> like a There's there's no stress in that. Obviously, if you start to get to the point where you're making a lot, lot, lot more money and having a lot more transactions, of course, it's going to benefit you to have a business account, but in the early stages, no.
0: No, 100% so I definitely would recommend like just start small especially in a vintage place like start with like 200 bucks buy yourself $200 worth of product and see if you can turn that like, 200 into 300 and that like, 300 into 380 and then constantly build a business mm-hmm. and then when you have enough when you generate enough income from that business it back to the business and then of course if you want to make a website now and it's been profitable BAM you know yeah. and I think we're coming from a place of a lack of knowledge one and a lack of experience
1: and also too. We, when we were first started out like uh clearing on code there was I'm sure the resources were there to, like, access, like, free website building. Well, they were. Yeah, they yeah. were. But it wasn't, like... It wasn't as popular as it, wasn't as it is as now. It not as popular as it is yeah, now. Yeah. Like,
0: but, you have Wix. You have all yeah, these, like, you have Squarespace. You have so you know, many. Even and as popular as and,
1: and I feel like back when we first started it, there was less of this idea of, like, Even
0: yeah. entrepreneurship. Even the idea of entrepreneurship would be, like, yeah, everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. Like, it, it was there in the background, but it's not it as relevant as it is now. not as prevalent. Now. Yeah.
1: No. And even a lot of the, like, oh, you can, like... You know do a lot of things yourself you can teach yourself through like YouTube and like just different tutorials how to learn stuff like that wasn't as much of a thing mm-hmm. now I mean back then it's as it is yeah, now yeah. so I feel like people starting out right now are at, are at such a huge advantage because like there are actually businesses that are set up to, uh, to help you yep. run your own business yeah you know and, and, I mean? and it's
0: dope too and it's like what we're trying to do as well too is like create as much vintage resellers as possible so like there wasn't someone like us who was like giving like free content so you can just follow their footsteps and yeah. then you know like, hey, we're gonna you just get 10, 20 steps so you can be in a better position than where we were. Yeah. So I think it's like, as much as we look back like, oh, this was a huge mistake that we were making. If I wanna touch you, let me touch you, but don't do that. I'm attracted to you like that. Let me touch you real quick. Let me touch you real quick. You real quick. So I think it's like now that like, everyone that's like more or less like starting at a later rate or at a later time than we were, now they're at a huge advantage, but now they have to help out the next generation that's coming. The next generation. Yeah. I think it's like in being in business, we owe it to next people coming up to keep the industry alive. Yeah. And for us to do that, it's by giving that information and helping the business grow as a whole. Yeah. You know, and just working with everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think that's everything that we really wanted to discuss today.
1: But one thing I will say before we leave, I think it's really important not to regret those initial, like, like mistakes that we may have made mm-hmm. or that people may make in general in their business when they're first starting out or even as they're going through. Because, mm-hmm. like, a huge aspect of that is us, like,
0: Babe, you need to hurry up. That's what yeah. I'm You're going in right now. You're trying to elaborate. Like, A huge you know?
1: aspect of that is us learning from that. That's all I wanted to say. Like, we learned from those things. So now we can implement alternatives Different systems. Later.
0: Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I got to rush off because the camera's about to shut off in, like, any second, guys. <laughs> thank you so much. And peace.
1: I thought you were just scratching my shoulder. No, i meant
0: to go. <laughs>